fans out there. This is Lee with Coda Country on this episode of Coda Country Chats. Today, we have a TikTok viral star, but she's been making music a long time before this. If you've never heard of her, I can't wait to, to introduce you to Madison Hughes. How are you today, Madison? Hey, y'all. Great to be here. <laughs> Got my homemade latte this morning. I am doing great. <laughs> enjoying it i don't know if it's like pretty dreary where you are but it's mm-hmm. like a rainy day here mm-hmm. and just kind of gross outside so <laughs> are you in are you in tallahassee no but i'm close Ooh. um so yeah i live like my my home base is like an hour north of tallahassee so yeah for the listeners out there madison is originally from florida um so she and i have like a florida state joining of souls i guess you could say um, so yeah, I, I reached out to Madison after finding her on TikTok and hearing all of her awesome songs that she has released, uh, just to get her on the, the show and, and, yeah. and talk to you about, about everything that you have going on. Cool. So I guess let's start at the top and kind of work our way down. And, and I've got some, some notes here that I, and I usually take notes too, so don't be offended if I'm like <laughs> looking down and running away. Um, Mainly, so let's talk about the the two TikTok videos, Instagram reels that have kind of gone viral for you. Um, the first one being a cover of Morgan Wallen's "I Deserve a Drink." Tell me what inspired you to to record that cover, to make the video, that kind of thing. Yeah, I when I listened to his album, that song was always stood out to me. I was like, this is a special song. It just hits me super emotionally, and. Um, <laughs> I was just in my room one day, like, hmm, I want to cover that song. It just dawned on me. And um, I had, like, tried playing it earlier that day, and it wasn't working. And then I just sat down on my bed with the posters behind me and um, just had the camera on, thankfully, and was like, I'm just going to change up the style, like, and not try to copy what he's doing exactly. But the song really resonated with me because the story of the song kind of was what I was going through. So the song is a metaphor, like I deserve a drink, not a real drink, yeah. but you know, you have a certain crush or a person, um, certain dynamic. <laughs> and, um, so I guess people could see the emotion I was putting forth through the video and it translated on the other side of the screen, which is really cool. And um, I was sort of late to the TikTok game. I didn't jump on in COVID times when a lot of people got on early. I started like yeah, same. I didn't last year. Yeah. Yeah. And so cool. it proves to you, you can still go viral in 2023. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's like a hundred thousand people have made videos to that song <laughs> now of like lip syncing along. Yeah. So I've just never, I've never seen anything like this before. So that was, that <laughs> was wild. And in doing my research this morning, I, I saw that you have like almost a million streams of this song on Spotify. Like that is Crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. But like, it, it's amazing to see how that one cover of a song has kind of like boosted the, the rest of your streams of your music. Yep. I know that you put out some singles, uh, like kind of along yeah. the way, uh, throughout mm-hmm. this year, starting with, um, let's it, see. Was the whiskey one? Yes. In yeah. March. Yeah. Yeah. You or the whiskey back mm-hmm. in March, and then you had our love in yep. April 2024 or uh, April yep. 23. And then tell me, okay, so a little bit about your original music too, just yeah. because 
Uh, we'll go back and I'll bounce back to your album of renditions yeah. in 2022. Um, but talk to me about uh, you starting to release your own music and, and how that's going and all mm. that kind of stuff. Because we talked a little bit before the interview started about how you found your own producer and you've kind of made mm -hmm. your own way in releasing all these songs. I'd love to hear all about the process yeah. of getting it done. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved to Nashville like two years ago and the first whole year I was there, I was really just um, <clears throat> kind of, I don't want to say dilly dallying around, but just kind of <laughs> shy, like stuck, stayed in my house a lot. It wasn't I was like scared to go out to the writers rounds and all the venues around Nashville didn't really believe in myself. It was like enough for me just to move to Nashville. That was enough like confidence for me at the time, but it, I didn't start really making original music that I wanted to until after the voice journey, which was the second year into Nashville. So after that mm -hmm. voice journey, um, it was like a mad rush to like go find my own producers, songwriters, mainly those two things um because i do my own <laughs> video content and things like that um yeah awesome. so uh yeah like you just kind of research on spotify like oh so and so wrote you know broken halos i'm gonna reach out to him and then i just kept doing that um and then the producer situation we were already friends with both of these teams and so that was a cool thing that was already there so i think it's also overrated to like lust after like oh, i want to work with morgan wallen's producer or john party's producer like right yeah. i don't know i feel like that's a lot of people in nashville maybe you move there and you think that's the golden ticket but definitely like just pave your own way and um everyone's path has been so different that i've asked like other artists in nashville and um that's the biggest thing i take away like i try to like always ask questions and they're just like hey it's gonna be different for every person so you just gotta keep finding your own way I guess yeah you called yourself a DIY musician and that makes so much sense to me because it's like you you constantly have to get your foot in the door because sometimes like no one's going to do it for you yeah you know and so yep. that's really inspiring to hear that you've kind of yeah paved your own way like yeah you like you don't yeah. necessarily need to be signed to a publishing deal or management deal or record deal like just use Instagram DM use an email um and then obviously keep posting on TikTok for any artists out there that is <laughs> find your own thing like I do my you know where I sit outside and film myself and mm -hmm. um and I yeah the DIY part is I have this microphone I have this interface if you can see it and then I have Ooh, my fancy. computer so it's like those are the main three aspects you need to self-record and your own music and especially if people like the stripped down sound you don't need a whole producer team at the moment. You can just do it yourself now because um, <clears throat> TikTok people love that. They just like the <laughs> super authentic, super stripped down. Um, yeah, do it yourself until you yeah. can't do it anymore. <laughs> no, that's awesome to hear. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in in time a little bit and talk about some of the other songs that you have on your Spotify discography. Mm -hmm. So uh, before you, you kind of found your way into this like country mm -hmm. folk, indie, right. um, stripped down acoustic versions of, mm -hmm. of songs that you've created, you've had this like little vibe of hip hop, R&B. Yeah. Uh, I think like the first song that I found from you was back in 2016. 
tell me what was what was uh, what was yeah. happening in 2016 that had you recording some songs like this i think so this 2016 was when i first started on soundcloud and i the first cool. song i ever put up was called how come and it was songs about how come we're through with this little boyfriend situation um in high school <laughs> yeah and and then ever since then um my roommate Liv introduced me to Bryson Tiller and Drake I was like whoa this music's really good so I started doing oh. co- covers of their songs and uploading on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and I would like remix the lyrics um the SoundCloud would allow that but Spotify um doesn't do like remix we make songs but then i started doing my own originals so finding youtube instrumentals or like going on beatstars.com and finding like summer walker type beat or SZA type beat (laughs) and like singing over them um because a lot of my music taste growing up was so influenced by yeah like this the kind of the modern r&b and even some afro beats and some like jamaica based music (laughs) um but I definitely did grow up on classic rock and the folk rock and, you know, what your parents grew up listening to. <laughs> um, so I eventually circled back around to, like, after The Voice now. Because up until then, I mean, I was just kind of playing around. I didn't really – I wasn't like, I'm an R&B artist. Yeah, that's who I am. Right. I was never, yeah. like, came out and announced, like, this is what I am. Um, and it feels like even now it's like I'm only just now discovering, like, what I'm – trying to be known for and it's still yeah yeah it's like i don't want to say i'm a just a you know regular country artist because country is now changing but if you had to put in you know one umbrella term i do use country Mm -hmm. because you do have to have some at least some kind of box um because sometimes my i just like naturally sound country even if i'm singing like a classic rock song or something so yeah but i know what you mean though like the the timbre, the quality of your voice is a little more folky, a little more, mm. I call it smoky, but like, yeah, I hate that's to call perfect. it smoky. You know what I mean though? But like, it's yeah. Perfect. And not, and not raspy, but like, I, you right, know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like more smooth versus I don't have like Megan Maroney smooth, rasp. She has so like, full, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean with that. Yeah. Soulful. Okay, that, so, that's why I liked R&B music <laughs> because it has so much soul in it. Well, but swagger. I hear that. I don't like hearing the, Hearing your voice against the tracks in in some of your earlier mm-hmm. stuff, like I get it, I totally understand why you <laughs> why you recorded those songs too because it it works, it totally works. Like a right. I'm trying to think of another comparison of, of an artist that that kind of sounds like that. But like you said, SZA and, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I hear yeah. a lot of those influences too. No, oh. for sure. So you were just talking about um, <laughs> I don't want to call it dad rock, but like for right. the purposes of this, yeah. basically. Um, one of the <laughs> One of the other videos that you had go viral was uh, a Bruce Springsteen cover. Tell me, what's another, um, uh, what's some of the Springsteen Mm -hmm. songs that brought you um, to record that one? Like, why specifically? Well, I was, like, randomly going, it was, again, I go through phases every day. I'll, like, choose a random artist and hyper fixate on them. But we grew up listening to Bruce's music, especially, we'd always hear the song, The Rising playing all the time um and just yeah one day I was like oh what's my next like I want to do like a cover song but like I wanted to like an oldie so and I just saw Bruce's Spotify and his top song was Dancing in the Dark and I was like hmm Uh, 
and oh I kept God. it was so catchy I'm like gosh this song is so catchy and I started listening to the lyrics I'm like oh this song is so special it's so he's this writing is amazing oh my gosh I was like I gotta do a version of this on my Strat Stratocaster um <laughs> yeah and um yeah posted it on TikTok and then Instagram which I've never it's Instagram if y'all know it's the hardest to grow on Instagram you like have to go viral in order to like have your followers go up for some reason so yeah it went, it went even more viral on Instagram which is wild and um it's just cool that the music even if it's cover songs it's reaching like the masses it's not like so niche where it's just this one pocket of one community of people listening like that's the goal is to have our music be loved and heard by the masses of people <laughs> exactly right well and I heard you speak on another podcast about kind of how you wanted your music to be timeless and mm-hmm. and I don't want to say genre-less but right. like you know what I mean just a little more outside the box where it's not pigeonholed into yeah. one containing thing so let's talk more about your original stuff because mm-hmm. you know we talked a little bit about the singles that you released this past year what's on the horizon for Madison Hughes as far as original music goes? yeah so when I moved to Nashville a year in like one of my best writer friends, his name is Rich Deans. He lives in New Jersey, but travels to Nashville a lot. We've done so many just um, <clears throat> co-writes and he has some songs like the Heartbreak Kid was an example of one that he wrote for me to sing. So that's a cool scenario when you have yeah. someone that likes writing more than singing, they can write you that perfect song. But so we have a lot of co-writes that we um, recorded. It's just a matter of, you know, how do we package them out and release them the right way to, for the figuring out the whole release strategy because um apparently that matters or something like that like you can't just put it on spotify and just oh that's all you need to do um but i definitely like he gets it in terms of like what songs i like like a lot of people in nashville i've worked with it's uh they might not understand the the direction i'm going for the vision i have with songs like if they like Rich understands how to make a timeless classic song because he is older and he, you know, grew up <laughs> on Bruce Springsteen and Bob Dylan, so that's perfect. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. people like with my music, it's like oh, it's like an old soul. Like that's what I want you to feel when you listen. It's not like oh, let's go hang out on the beach and get wasted. Like <laughs> no, I'm not writing. I'm not writing Olivia Rodrigo, Dua Lipa type music. Um, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Yes, so, for sure. But yeah, uh, as far as like certain or like when to release, that is one thing I would like to know what, how, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Like, like, you know, you, I know. you need a PR person and you need this and that publicist. I'm like, okay, I don't have $20,000 a month to spend on this. So there's got to right. be another and way. I mean, I feel like when with, with, with us been, oh, sorry, <laughs> my gosh. But do that again. With us talking about like TikTok and Instagram, like you really don't though. Like we're we're living in the age where hopefully not. I don't know. It's kind of like if you if you have I don't know a really good video or like a really good set of posts that kind of mm-hmm. promote what you do. Like you don't need a PR person. You don't need somebody like you know pushing yeah. it for you. This if is you're PR. It yourself. This is part of PR. Yes, right here. exactly. Right. Like that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but it's it's just. I don't know, in a way, like, for me, learning from artists and and hearing your story, and I don't know, it kind of, it's like a joy 
of mine to like share the stories of others. Mm. Whereas like if this was a job, I, w- I don't think I'd like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I get That's bogged down. That's what scares but, like, me about like yeah. record deals because then mm-hmm. it becomes like, ugh. Yeah, it's like same as going to school for music. That's why I dropped out of Belmont and went to Florida State because I got scared. Like, yeah. I don't know. Music's going to become my job. Well, I've just done this well, for fun. We, exactly. You, we talked a little bit about how you do your own video recordings and, and editing and, and that kind of stuff. But that's what you went to school for. You went for video production, right? Yeah, and the longest time in my college years, like while I, when I wasn't making SoundCloud music, I was like obsessed with the football team and like wanted to make – hype videos for the football players <laughs> and i was just obsessed with uh sports and everything and it's weird yeah. it's weird how music didn't really come to life again until recently so i'm very glad i did not give up on it that's right and if you love it it's always going to stay true to you and, and it's going to stick around yeah yeah for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. speaking sports oh my gosh this is me derailing the conversation <laughs> but how sad is it that travis is just injured and oh my gosh we were doing so good we were and now I will say like okay this is a mega tangent so audience (laughs) out there I'm sorry um but like I think I think we'll be okay against the Gators this week and um in the championship but uh, (laughs) Florida's always our tough competition though is it a Tallahassee game or Gainesville game no it's in the swamp yeah so that's gonna be Yikes. Um, but it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. I think Rotomaker's been with us for so long. He'll just kind of step up to the plate. I think it's his time. Mm. I just hate that he had to get there this way, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh, man. And mm. since we're on the subject of football, yeah. I saw that you sang the national anthem at a Jags game yeah. recently. Tell me about that experience, too. That was so cool. I was the home opener versus Kansas City. And no, Taylor Swift was not there. Everyone was spreading rumors. That, <laughs> um, that was like one of the most challenging performances ever because number one, it was the first time I had to use like the little earpiece, um, oh, an ear and ear. the echo was so, so echoey. Um, <laughs> it's like I, I was trying to sing passionately, which I was, but towards the end, when you have to time it so that the jets are flying over. After you finish a song, I was too slow, and so they – anyway. But I don't want to be too critical of, my, of that whole thing. But other than that, it was the coolest thing ever. It's like my screensaver on my phone. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. It was like that. This will never – nothing will be cooler than that. I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that's like a very – I bet it's daunting, though. Like, you were just talking about timing it with the Jets and, and, and standing in front of all those yeah. adoring fans. <laughs> it's Jags, just cool. Man. It's just, like, Ooh. learning in life. Like, my mom always said, you can do anything growing up, and it's so true. Like, you literally have to just keep knocking and keep emailing people. And I found the person who runs the anthem and asked. So, you know. So that's how that went. You just said, can I sing it? And they were like, yeah. 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 I mean, you just say, you know, you can maybe name drop. (laughs) Oh, I was on The Voice, blah, blah, blah. I don't really say that anymore Mm -hmm. because it's kind of old now. But, yeah, you make stuff happen for your life. That's how it goes. Oh, my God. No, I love hearing that, though, because sometimes it's just, I don't know, especially, I don't know. I'm glad that, that you're getting the recognition 
and that you're kind of paving your own way because that's it's so impressive Thanks. and I don't know if, if people tell you that or not uh, or Aww. not enough but wow like <laughs> hearing this now is like incredible to me that's Aww. so cool I know oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh. even with like newspaper right. stuff sometimes like you have yeah. to have uh you have to email the news the news writer like hey here's the story because they don't always have to go looking out for stories they want someone to come to them anyway right that's so true that's so true well so okay we've bounced around a lot today but I'm gonna I think I'm gonna like wrap this up a little bit with talk to me about what you think your five-year plan would be so Mm -hmm. like if you had a say which it sounds like you've had all the say so far if you could just pick and choose how you wanted the rest of these years for the Mm -hmm. next five years to go what would happen for you? Yeah. Let's see. So hopefully this album and EP get both get dropped in 2024. Um, mm-hmm. And then I want to still write a bunch of more songs with people, like have those stocked up, really narrow in on like, um, what is Madison Hughes' sound? You know how like you hear Chris Ableton's song or morgan wallen song you know those are different things so it's like really yeah honing in like building from the ground up like my foundation um and then i would love to get on some opening oh wait five-year plan but this next year we'll have to do like opening slots for people on tour and then five years from now i feel like i could be definitely by maybe performing at the opry stage um yeah Maybe <laughs> Grammy, no, <laughs> kidding, but not. Yeah, kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Let's see. Have my own bar on Broadway. <laughs> that's that's like twenty year plan. That'd um, be so fun, though. Oh my gosh. What would your what would your vibe be like in a bar on Broadway? Like how would that? Oh my god! You know, because I feel like you go in loops. You would make it look like scary. Jacksonville, Florida, inside. <laughs> you would have perfect. Swap. We have like a golf course. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have golf course inside. You'd have pickleball inside. I ja- love that. Jaguars all over the walls. Um, palmetto trees all over the walls. That'd um, be so cool. But I don't know. Um, definitely like a world tour five-year plan that would be great because there's so many people in europe that love country music too and australia like yes what is up with that australia (laughs) shout out to y'all agreed absolutely well oh my gosh no that's good to hear all these plans as you have and i can't wait to kind of follow along and and see how these come to fruition because yeah things have just kind of skyrocketed within the past couple months so Yay, the momentum's going to keep on going. Thank you for interviewing me. (laughs) Of course, of course. Is there anything else that you'd like to promote or shout out before we Hmm. hop off today? Promote or (laughs) shout out? Shout out to the fans, because at the end of the day, that's um, the most important thing, and I'm making music for y'all. So uh, let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Keep it up, girl. Okay, country music fans out there, Thanks for tuning in to this episode with Madison Hughes, and you heard it here on Coda Country Chats. Have a good day. Thank you again.